there's something about Canadian lowbrow. I don't know what it is. It, and I think about it is that Canadians do lowbrow better than anything else. I mean, you know, even even yeah. Wayne's even Wayne's World is lowbrow and Bob and Doug. And then, you know, when I was growing up, there's this comedy duo called McLean and McLean, who used to get booted out of nightclubs because it was just like absolutely. I mean, their banners were filthy, disgusting, <laughs> and they got. <laughs> kicked right out. I said, what is with Canadians? You know, what is it? Uh, trailer park boys? Like why are we in FUBAR? Like, why do we do this so well? I mean, so well, like Leonard, Leonard Kenny is the next in that family of, of lowbrow characters. Trailer you park know? boys. Yeah. Trailer park boys is classic. I mean, it yeah. is great. And I thought, how do you top that? And then they came up with Letter Kenny. And I was like, I just don't believe this, you know, but anyways, that's great. Yeah. Letter Letterkenny's definitely like the spiritual successor to yeah. Trailer Park Boys for sure. Yeah, um, it's funny. I, it's very like I don't know what it is. It's it's like you know, um, I I, I kind of compare it to like the British style of like those 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 um, like Monty Python, Mr. Bean, like dry yeah. comedy. Not saying that so, it's the same, so but they, it's, like funny. Dis, it's like distinct to the region, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, Somehow I, we identify with uh, the lowest part of ourselves and it comes <laughs> out of those shows. All right, yeah. let's, let's roll here. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. So, yeah, uh, we're, we're starting our conversation. This is Black Sheep Radio. Ben uh, got in late last night, so he's not available today. We're, we're, we're it's just uh, myself, uh, Polly, and Mark, and we're doing a little bit of a conversation on songs that we are not into no matter how many times we hear it a lot of the times these are songs that we hear all of the time yeah uh, usually that yeah. <laughs> yeah usually that's why we can't really hack them i don't even know really where to start this well, let, let me sort of start by telling you giving you sure. an example and it's not mine because i think this song is great but um at the shop that i work i work at a winery and we have the radio playing on uh playing in the background to sort of cover up the rattle and the noise of the machines that are going on. And every time Bohemian Rhapsody comes on, mm. my boss goes running for the radio to switch the channel. He doesn't care who it is. <laughs> and, and that song is played in any number of classic hits, classic rock radio stations are on the dial. He goes absolutely ballistic. I mean, he drops everything <laughs> that he, he'll be in a meeting in the boardroom and, <laughs> and he'll run to change the channel. These are the songs that just kind of, uh, yeah, just I hate, we hate them or, you know, or go as far <laughs> as that. We will turn the channel no matter what happens. And, and yeah. some of them are, you know, some of them, well, my, my case, no, none of these are ones that have fallen from grace. I have to admit, they always were bad to me. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I'll start by simply saying, like, I find it hard to listen to Freebird now by Leonard Skinner. I truly mm. love that song, but I'm so tired of hearing it. It's just like, oh, it's hard. And, I, you know, I, I grew up a Skinner fan. I was like the only guy in my neighborhood that loved Skinner. And it's like now it's just like if I ever hear that song again, I think I'm going to punch somebody, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but but it's good. I still love the song. I'm just simply tired of hearing it. You know. 
So. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were going with songs or artists. Um, oh, we can go with like, artists. So Why I, not? I, it, it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't really matter. I could just pick a song from the artist, I guess. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff like, and you know, do you know how some, you know how some people, it's, it's really tough to make the case for me sometimes and make it sound authentic because I feel like a lot of the times, at least growing up when you're a kid um, and you're just, you're just exploring genres. It's kind of, it's kind of cool to shit on things sometimes and, yeah. and especially cool to shit on popular things. <laughs> but I want to stress that I definitely, that's not the case for a lot of these things because it, it does, it can come off. I, I mean, we went into the Jack White thing already. I don't think I necessarily need to go back into that, but I don't like Jack White uh, <laughs> really in general. Like I, I don't hate everything that the guy does. It's just kind of the whole, the whole pack is just a little bit annoying to me you know what i mean but like again i I've, i went into that <laughs> i went into that already um i think one of the big ones and and i don't know if we even touched on this on the on the on the podcast i'm curious to hear what actually what paulie says about it the one one artist that i can't do is sublime um i i, I oh. every time i yeah i know it's it's very really? it's very controversial it, everyone shit on me in high school and college because you know sublime is the high school college band yeah, and they're like sublime <laughs> yeah and like for me like for one the songs are overplayed they don't have that much music at least the stuff that i've heard i i've heard that they have some kind of unreleased stuff and they have like I don't know other things that that never necessarily made it to the to the radio, but I'm I'm talking about the radio hits, whatever Santa Ria or whatever, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know how much of it is that like the dislike for the song, the style, of music, or like generally the like the fans. <laughs> 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 and I don't mean, and I don't mean Mark you or like I know I know your wife's really into Sublime. You've mentioned before, no, but I mean like you know what I mean. I don't mean that. I mean like yeah. like the the people that are like the Sublime scaheads generally are people that like I would always yeah. try to like exit, hit the 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 escape hatch every time I found myself in a room with those people. So maybe there's a little bit of a rub off on that, but you know. Sublime is one of those bands. Yeah, it's like people that, that it's, like, it's like people that hate Leaf. Huh? Yeah, it's like people that hate Leaf fans. Like they don't hate yeah. the Leafs; they just hate Leaf fans. Uh, perfect, <laughs> yeah, yeah. understandable. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, what do I think about? Yeah, hey, listen, Sublime. Uh, Sublime. They're okay. I mean, uh, I have to admit, what's his what's his name? Who's the lead singer of that band? It just escapes me right this moment. Uh, I have to admit, I don't you know, even. I, shame on me. Um, Somebody said, you know, you should Bradley actually, Noel. Bradley Noel. There we go. Um, somebody, I was going to say Noel Bradley, actually. <laughs> uh, I do that all the time. Um, <laughs> That's what's on his paperwork. Somebody, somebody told me, so you really, really want to appreciate this guy. Listen to the lyrics. And I went, okay, you know, he is clever turning a phrase, but it's just like everything is about just getting high and how pissed off he is. And yeah. it's really kind of a one note type of artist. And I'm really dismissing an artist really, really quickly by saying that. Because I've really never invested a lot of time. Mm. Look, I'm okay with that. That whole Southern California punk ska thing that came out. Yeah, in its day, it was yeah, it was the most interesting thing out there. I, I have no problem with it whatsoever. It's kind of funny. I, I work with uh, a bunch of Jamaicans. And last Friday, cool. I declared it Funky Friday, and I pulled up my, <laughs> my I pulled up my Bluetooth speaker, and we started by playing. Um, uh, Toots and the Maytels classic album, and then we played a, a mix of 
uh, Jamaican um, house music. And then you listen to Sublime and you're just like, you give it up, boys. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is, but, you know, you could say that about anything, you know. Uh, it, yeah, fair enough. It, 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 you know, the ska thing was came out in the 1970s and I bought right into it through that first school of black and white bands like Selector and Madness and and English Beat and even The Clash and bands like that. And, and they were emulating the sounds from the islands, but they were doing it through an English point of view and some of it was political and, and I bought right into it. And then Sublime are like a, a newer generation. That's great. You know, I, I think it's great. You know, I have no problem with that stuff. So. Yeah, well, I think with Sublime, Sublime it, yeah, with Sublime, it has, it, for me, it's one of those um, time and a place type thing. Like, I'm not going to be getting ready in the morning listening to something Sublime, but on a weekend night sitting by the campfire, having a having a beer, yeah, I'll listen to I'll listen to some Santeria or some date rape song or something like that, <laughs> just for, just for just for a chuckle, you know? Yeah, the the. the um, it's funny it's funny you say sitting around the fire because every time i think about sublime there's like this distinct memory in my brain where i'm camping and i <laughs> and i and I, I happen to be then this is a real story and it was like i i i happened to i was at a campsite i think it was up in sobble and 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 i and i happened to bump into people that i that I knew that just were there. And there were people that I wasn't like, I was kind of on the fence that I went to college with and like all they did around the campfire was play sublime covers. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I've <laughs> yeah. made my decision. About I was right. I don't like you. I knew my instincts were correct. Nothing worse than sublime than somebody doing sublime covers by the campfire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. Exactly. It's like, yeah, like you, the unfortunately, like the dreads that they had didn't didn't make this, their, their voice well. any any more any more uh, <laughs> listenable. The, the, what you're saying, uh, Paul, you're saying about um, Freebird for me actually is is Nirvana. Like I can't really listen to Nirvana anymore because I don't know I don't know necessarily that it's something that like radio play has burned me out of. I think it's more just me, you know, listening to them so much when I was growing up. I I just can't even really touch it anymore. I just switch the channel automatically yeah I, you know it's kind of funny you know it, a part of it is radio airplay has kind of distilled this band into a small group of songs and, mm. and you often as a fan who really appreciates them say you always say there is so much more why don't you play it yeah uh, I, I think mm. on one radio station that i listened to i felt like are the only things you playing are all the cover versions and mtv unplugged songs i've seen like wh where's the real nirvana and i've always kind of liked that but i know radio's not like that anymore because yeah. that old stuff maybe to a lot of people ears just doesn't sound good anymore it's too angry it's like i i don't want you know they don't want to be pushed around but <laughs> yeah nirvana's best moments is when you know kurt was just bleeding into yeah. the microphone and, you know, and, yeah, yeah and so i uh, i'm i'm like you i'm kind of tired of hearing some of the stuff and never mind i think was a great record but i get it i get what you're saying it's just like uh you know you know it's it's just kind of tired more yeah, than yeah. anything else you know come as you are will always be a great song but do i really need to hear it anymore yeah yeah it's it's tough to revisit those songs that you've heard a million times yeah. you know what i mean like it's just it just really does and i guess that's kind of just a testament to the songs that you can listen to a million times and still not get sick of them but yeah i don't know there's something there's something about nirvana like i said um, what else, Mark? What do you got? You were saying that you got like a, a big yeah, list well, of stuff. Eh? I did a bit of a breakdown here of like songs that I hate 
So, and then I've got uh, songs that everybody should hate. And then I've got, uh, I've got the one that I'm going to leave it for the end. The one that my wife hates, which was absolutely fucking shocking to me. And cool. uh, then I've got classic, uh, classic rock tunes that I hate. So I think those might, uh, as I say, Polly might chop a few asses. Start with your list of songs that everybody should hate. Uh, mm. uh, blue by Eiffel 65. I'm blue, bada, bada, bada. And uh, Bar- Barbie Girl by Aqua. If you don't fucking hate those songs, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, you yeah, don't, I, you don't I like sound. I, I wanted to punch. Actually, I watched, remember watching that on TV, and I found it doubly annoying. You know, but I have a new appreciation for that song because I oh, love it. Because the story behind it, the which whole one thing with Mattel? Well, they did it. You know, they were they were just, they were po- the whole idea is oh, it's, oh, it's yeah. sublime. Is that they were they were saying the, the the Barbie thing is such a you know how ditzy the whole thing is, right? It's just such an annoying sound yeah. here. You know, mm-hmm. I, I found out is that uh, Mattel yes. took uh, took uh, Aqua, I guess it was right. It took them to court saying you you can't use you can't use you know this branded name in your song. Uh, they. Once they yeah. realized that Barbie sales were actually going up, they kind of stopped p- pushing hard. And then uh, in, a, in a turn of events, I think it was 10 years later, when they were marketing a new line of Barbies, they actually used the very same song to market their new line of Barbies. So nice. the, song, the song that was really kind of trying to you know, make fun of the whole Barbie culture ended up being used by Bar- uh, by Mattel to promote a new line of Barbies. And so when I hear it now, I kind of laugh at it, you know, freaking <laughs> yeah. annoying. But <laughs> I don't know which part is more disagreeable. Her, her just yeah. wretched, wretched voice or the guy when he comes in, come on, Barbie, let's go, Barbie. Oh, yeah. uh, like, oh, for f- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Aqua That's Barbie as annoying girl as and, uh, the, the, the blue it really song is the Eiffel sixty five song. you um, there's <laughs> yeah. actually there's actually a really interesting um, documentary on on that you can find on YouTube that goes through like the entire like composition and background behind them and like where it really? catches up with the guys. It's very good. Yeah, um, <laughs> really? maybe I'll post it. But it's it's funny. They're just like these these Italian guys that like they were kids. Yeah, and they, Eiffel they, sixty five. Yeah, and and uh, they. I don't know. They, they like, they were individual producers that kind of combined when the guy heard this one song, like he heard the beat for blue and he's like, wow, this is like life changing. I mean, just <laughs> pretend that was an, an, an Italian accent and they, com- they comboed on it and put it together. And like, there's this huge, like, it's only like, like, like separate, like, argument between the group and like one guy went off to do his solo career it's like the <laughs> shitty version of the eagles it's like an italian version of and they just like it's a really interesting story I, I, See, i'll yeah. check, check it out yeah. Yeah. Who you just thought? made it better i'm with yeah. just, oh, who would have thought yeah, Eiffel 65 <laughs> what i love it is that it's such an annoying song and somebody actually filmed a documentary on it you know I mean, oh, it's fun youtube yeah. documentary but yeah. still they broke it down That's yeah, amazing. yeah yeah i'll i'll, sh- I'll share it with you guys it's really Really, it's really funny. But, well, then uh, I take that. I take my comment back. Maybe everybody doesn't hate those songs, <laughs> but I don't know. It's do. a bad That's song. Sure. It's, it's a bad song. They're still playing it. They're still going all over the place and playing that song all over. I'm the gonna, it's uh, crazy. I'm going to dip into my uh, my classic rock list just because I I have a feeling a couple of these are going to get uh, get Polly going here. But uh, a couple of the uh, the classic rock songs, like fuck, literally the second I hear them, I just turn that shit off. Would be. Uh, any anything really by this artist but i'll just go with uh bad to the bone george thorogood he can he can go mm. 
Yeah. Um, I would throw uh, ZZ Top Lagrange. That that mm. could that fucking song could go. Yeah, I mean, Pink, I, I'm Pink, with you on that too. Honestly, yeah. Pink Floyd's Money. That's oh. uh, that's your you guys are hacks, and then uh, <laughs> and then Layla by Derek and the Dominoes. Love the beginning. It just fucking goes completely sideways at the end there with just all the instrumental. It's it's too much, too much. So, you know, I, I wonder if a lot of this is that classic rock. I, I mean, a lot of these things. Um, uh, you know, I I don't get what you're. I don't get why I hate them so much, but that's okay. And I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering if it's a matter of context. You know, it's like a lot Possibly. of these. I mean, I'm old enough to remember hearing these things when they all first came out and how they really caused a lot of talk you know George Thurgood when he came out was just a really great blues player and then when the novelty song started to come out I started to get annoyed you know it's just like his first record was just brilliant blues playing you know he's a bit of a clown when he plays but he's like that show off type of clown you know but then then the clowning started to take over and when he got to get a haircut you know get a real job or whatever the hell thing yeah. it was like come on man <laughs> I mean you're just shitting on all these blues legends that used to emulate, like Elmore James. Like he really was great at reinterpreting old blues. And then it went, you know. Then you got ZZ Top, Lagrange. Is it simply because you've just heard it a million times and it's just that possibly? Same, it's just possibly. the same riff again and again and again and again. Yeah, and you know what? I hate I hate ripping on anybody that has made any sort of appearance in any of the Back to the Future movies. But no. this is my first crack at <laughs> at this. Even though they spin their guitars and everything, which is pretty cool. As yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I, hey, you know, I get it. You know, it's like my boss who can't stand Bohemian Rhapsody, you know. It's just like it's overplayed and it's just like, oh, enough of the freaking opera, you mm. know. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. This. Sometimes, sometimes uh, there there are songs that, that you don't like because they they bring about bad memories. Mm. You know, they're, they're associated with like a time that you're not really, you're not really, um I don't know. You're, you're not really the fondest of, and I, the, the, one of the ones for me, and this all, I, I can see where the, the where the, um, the etymology of my hate can, you can, you can trace. <laughs> <The> etymology <laughs> of hate. <laughs> it's going to be my new Netflix series. <laughs> you can trace it because it goes from sublime. This one, um, it's Bedouin sound clash. When the night feels my song. Yeah. I remember, I remember it's one of the worst songs ever made in my opinion. <laughs> It was everywhere. It was everywhere for what a year and a half. I mean, Paul, like, did, did you guys play it on hits at all? No, we never played it on. <laughs> oh, no, that's you, not uh, a hit. That's not that's, a hit. Fucking song. yeah. Thank yeah, God. I, like, I know some. I know some people are very close to that. So, who are very close to that band, and and like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's it's kind of like the way I feel about the way Bob Marley's music is used these days. Mm. By you know, or you know. Uh, it, 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 I think what it is is it captures a, uh, to me it captures a feeling in a moment. It's a feel good type of song, and that's what I appreciate it for. Musically, eh, you know, it's uh, it borrows from Toots and the Maytels. So I bring him up again, but it really is uh, similar to Pressure Drop. Um, but it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter where what its roots are. Um, it just yeah, it doesn't. It bugs you that much, right? So the, so again, like this is song it, it ever pulls, written. It it pulls on it's 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 tied to a specific moment in my life. Uh, I went camping, and uh, me and my They're me and my buddy we, we were camping with my sister's friends. They were older than us, like three four years older than us, right? Yeah. 
and uh you know we were me me and my me and my cousin like we, we might have been younger but we were in party mode and we're camping and like our idea of camping is like you bring a bunch of a bunch of beers and other stuff and you just sit in the field and just get fucked up for three days or whatever and then we we went into this like uh it's a completely different social circle uh and they that wasn't their idea of fun at all but their idea of fun was to listen to when the night this is probably right after it came out and one the guy that 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 brought the stereo he had a mix CD or whatever with this song on it. And mm-hmm. it, he must have played it like 15, 20 times a day. Oh, no. <laughs> I swear to God. And oh. I was just like, all right, like, Enough. I can s- picture this guy's face. And every single time he sang it, like, the whole thing. And I was just like, this is fucking crazy now. <laughs> like, this is absolutely insane. This song's not that good. You know what I mean? So, like, by the time I got out of that weekend, I had PTSD. Every time I heard every time I heard this song. So, I, I, I'll it. never... Yeah, I picture him making making that CD on Winamp with his uh, yeah, every fucking every third song was was that. <laughs> uh, the, there's so so there's a couple other things too. Like like I don't get Kim Mitchell. Kim Mitchell's one of those guys that like you know I feel like because he's Canadian he 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 gets elevated to this certain level. But like on the international stage, and I, I hope I hope Bree doesn't doesn't hear this because she's a big Kim Mitchell fan. But yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I just you know. It's mediocre. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It In its day, it was something. It has not aged well. Uh, I am a wild party. Rah, rah, ole. I'm sorry. It just, I, 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 I love Kim, but when I really, I don't want to say my default, but his, before he went solo, he was in Max Webster and the Max mm. Webster stuff is truly brilliant. Not all of it. Some of it is freaking annoying too, but um yeah, I I when I look for something that j- just has a little bit more depth to when I go to Max. Of course, it's a harder rock kind of band, so that's why. But it's really tough to stomach a lot of the Kim Mitchell stuff now. I agree, Blogger uh, and Ale and all that. Oof. The uh, in the, in the I I qualify. I put this in the Jack White category because, like I said, I don't want to go into Jack White again. But mm-hmm. other artists that I've I've genuinely tried and I just can't get into them, and it's for the same reason why I can't get into Jack White. Our uh, father John Misty is one of them, and then and and Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for the same. It's for the same reasons. Like I don't know how much how how much uh, f- how familiar you guys are with these these just, two. Just Lana Del Rey. Yeah. So Father John Misty is like the, the he was the drummer from uh, what was that band Fleet Foxes at yeah. one point. Uh, and then he went solo and it's the same idea. It's like, you know what I mean? Like this whole too cool for school thing where it's like, I'm just, I, I put on this appearance as I'm like this, this intellectual and then they just make bland music. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't really do yeah. anything for me. Yeah. I get that one. Um, it was the other one that you mentioned in that. that Lana Del Rey. Oh, Lana Del Rey. I used to hate her, but her most recent record uh, is freaking amazing. So I, yeah. you know, it's a matter of taste with her. To me, she was yeah. just kind of moaning her, moaning her way through all of her songs, and I went, "Oh, geez." You know? mm-hmm. uh, but the last record I thought was absolutely brilliant. So I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a hit and miss with her, with her. So, um, okay. This one came up. In fact, this whole topic came up because yesterday on the radio, the song, we switched the dial. We were listening to a classic hit station. And I hate ABBA. And when I... <laughs> 
And when I hear, and what bothers me is that not just your friend who wanted to play, you know, Bedouin Sand Clash at the campfire 15 times, but so many people in my peer group love ABBA. And I don't get it. My wife was kicking, it was sent, was went to a Mamma Mia show, you know, screaming and kicking. She hates them so much. But Mamma Mia is 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 my target here. Waterloo and all that other stuff. I, maybe I can stomach it. Maybe. But Mamma Mia, like, yeah. I don't get it. They do like Fernando and shit too, don't they? Oh, is just like, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and, and, you know, I, I go to these sometimes, you know, back in the day when we could all be in the same bar, I used to go to these music trivia nights and shit like that. And my friends love and adore door abba they smile to get up start dancing and i said what is wrong with you and i may mean sexist when i say that comment too because it's largely women dudes don't go mad let's put on some abba man no no <laughs> I'm, i can i can i can d- dig abba oh. but i'm not really no. I, I, I would never i would never put it on ever <laughs> like you know i have I've, i i have you know, I don't. I don't really listen to the kind of radio stations or go into circles where ABBA comes up very often. So, like, That's I don't true. have. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's like, like it's not as if I'm it. worn out by it by any means, but I can definitely see why that would be the case. Like, I feel it feels like the kind of music that you would play to torture somebody if you wanted to, right? Because it's so <laughs> yeah. that and yeah, so that and Enya. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But like, I can see this. I can see this torture chamber where a guy is strapped to a chair and they play not, not death metal, but they play ABBA music. And the guy's like, oh, no. I confess, I confess. Yeah. Yeah. Pull my fingernails out instead. Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't surprise me if, if, if they relied on any of that stuff, you know, because it's so repetitive and it gets caught in your head so quickly. Um, you know, but I, I do, I, I do, I am partial to pop songs like in general. And I always kind of have been like, I, I dig, um, yeah, a lot, that, a lot of that, a lot of disco stuff. Sorry. Barbie girl. No, Barbie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Barbie girl's too much. Yeah. Now, now that you've brought it up, I'm going to do two more here because these are kind of at the top of my list here. Um, disco. As a whole, because I was there when it first came out, disco was just freaking annoyed because it just, it kind of, what I really like, the stuff I do like by disco is all the funk, like the Ohio players Mm. were freaking cool. And I knew that in the day, but it was everything else that came with it. It was just disco everywhere. It was just like, oh, and when the Bee Gees came out, look, I... You know, I really liked the Bee Gees, but then it was just like overload. It was like, yeah. not only was it Saturday Night Fever, but it was everything. And then after a while, as much as I love that, you know, Robin Gibbs falsetto was just like, oh, yeah, enough. <laughs> enough. And so when they, it's funny, that whole disco demolition, d- demolition night, I understood why, you know, it, it took place and why there was such hatred for it, because it was just like enough. It was like your mom was boogieing to disco and it's like you have no idea what the radio was like in the day of you know punk and new wave kind of saved the day from our disco our disco dancing and stuff like that but the funk stuff still stays with me it's i I listened to the ohio players fire the other day and it's like this is just this is you know this is everything that's cool in music where bands like that so I've never even I've never even heard of the Ohio players, so it looks yeah. like I got some homework to do today. 
our parliament Funkadelic, same kind of deal. They kind of got mixed into the whole thing. And I went and saw them play live uh, at Art Park a couple of years ago and said, yeah, this is, you under, you can see the line that got drawn from then through Prince and everything that you hear today that's kind of funky. Even uh, Chic you know, with Les Freak, uh, yeah. br- brilliant, brilliant mm. music, absolutely brilliant. When you listen to it, it's just sublime how great that stuff is. Finally, my other hate of all time, this one's coming out from left field, quite literally, <laughs> OK Blue Jays. OK Blue Jays, the seventh inning stretch song. Yeah. Fucking embarrassing. I don't like to drop F-bombs <laughs> on the show, boys. I've been trying to keep my keep my language clean and family-oriented on this show, but I hate that fucking song. <laughs> fucking embarrassing. You know, it's just like, you know, you know I, I watched the World Series. I think it's a freaking cool sport. There are so many levels to baseball. Yeah. I mean, every sport can say, like, basketball is incredible. You know, when you get into the game, you see all the little things that make it special. Yeah. And that when you go to the stands at a baseball game and they play OK Blue Jays, <laughs> oh my God! I said, because, and, for, and for an organization that's trying, that was trying to get acceptance south of the border, this is the song that they trot out. It's I just mean, so funny because, like, can lyrically, you imagine, can you imagine OK Blue Jays and a song like that being played in Fenway Park? There's no freaking <laughs> way. Fist fights. I went. To, uh, I was in Florida for um, spring training this past before they shut everything down, and we went to see the Blue Jays play the Yankees at their their park, George Steinbrenner Park in Tampa Bay. Wow! And when you walk into it, you walk into something that's just like wow. You're it, it, the Yankees. The Yankees thing is really big, whether you like the team or not. Yeah. When I went to Yankee Stadium, the same thing. You walk into a culture. And when you leave the stadium, they're playing New York, New York by Frank Sinatra. And it's on nonstop. You are still out in the parking lot and you can <laughs> still hear them playing that song. Now, that might be annoying to you, hearing Frank Sinatra being played a jazillion times. Okay, we get it. New York, New York. But come <laughs> on. But it's glorious. Okay, Blue Jays? Yeah. Sorry, man. No, Most I agree. Of all time. Lyric, just, lyrically, oh. it's so poor when it's like a hat, a bat, and that's not all. Like, well, fuck on, come on. <laughs> it's like we wrote this Raffy. The default Jesus. is take me out to the ball game. You know, just play yes. that. Yeah. Just like, oh. That's what's interesting. I think you you guys have a way deeper history with baseball than I do. So I don't, I don't really, I don't really have a, like I don't watch baseball ever really. So I I don't really have much of a read on where that songs. If like, it's just cheese. That's for me. For me, I always thought that like, 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 like take me out of the ball game is kind of cheese too. And that like, there's part of, there's part of that whole like baseball thing. That's a little, a little bit campy, but like, that's why it doesn't really land for me. Like, I don't really know. And, and part of it's probably because, okay, Blue Jays is still being played all the time. And like, I, you know, I associate baseball with that kind of stuff. You know, I, it's never, I've, I've just been removed from that whole culture for most of my life. So I don't really. 
And yeah. I don't, don't want to get into all baseball. Thing, but culturally and generationally, there has been a disconnect with baseball. It has definitely fallen. It used to be America's game, and it, I think it still is. But it's not the game that everybody plays in you know, the schoolyard anymore. Everybody's playing basketball because it's a basket and a ball and, easier, and a hoop, yeah. and that's all you need. Where baseball <laughs> basket, a ball, baseball. and that's not all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you do the dance when you, go to the, when you go to the stadium? Do you do the dance that they make you do? Oh, no. <laughs> I sit down. I sit down. I, re- I, I, refuse. I refuse to be happy. Was that a book? That's too funny. <laughs> I refuse funny. to be happy. So there's my top three, and there's more coming. Believe me. That's next that's on so uh, uh, next on my list of songs that I just I, I hate. And like this is one of those songs I hate it so much that I'll actually listen to it all the way to the end just so that I can feel all of the hate for the song. And uh, it's pretty much across this entire band. But the song "Brass Monkey" by the fucking Beastie Boys just makes me want to rip my ears off and throw them out the car window. That's a good one. I, I can see. So it sucks that Ben's not here because he's a, big he's a huge oh, Beastie fan. I got some more slamming on Ben's favorites when I get to the doors in a little bit. So give me some time. <laughs> this, so yeah, it, I can totally, I can totally understand why. It's just why so Beastie Boys is very grating. Like it can, it, it can is. be very. Very much so. It sounds like my kids are playing it on fucking steel pots in the kitchen is what is the sound that it has. And I'll put this this song actually for the same kind of just grating sound that it has is Firestarter by the Prodigy. Like just like it's just so fucking obnoxious. I I just I really like that song. It's that's that's one of those songs that I've heard a million times. But that, and this is what's funny about electronic music or, or hip hop or whatever. I mean, you can't fight the beat sometimes. Like it's just inevitable. It's just undeniable. <laughs> I guess. Like that's the way that I feel about Britney Spears like, songs. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But um, yeah, no, I, I I dig. I can listen to that song, but I haven't heard it in a really really long time. So maybe that's what the thing is. Um, and the, yeah, sorry, the, the, yeah. the last one that I have, sorry, the last one that I have in terms of my my personal hate list, um, and then I'll get to a couple more classic rocks in a bit. Is uh, and my wife and I actually she was the one that mentioned this, and I'm like, yeah, I fucking hate that guy. Anything from Beck, that guy mm. can just feck right off. <laughs> I can't stand him. <laughs> I stand him. I think Beck's pretty great. I love, <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, to each your own. <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a I don't even know he's what a weird is, what dude. The reason, he, like he's maybe a, that's he, what it is. He's a, he's he's very like he, he goes by there's like eras of Beck. You know what I mean? Like when he those those main songs that he that he uh, what is I'm a loser and all those sucks like yeah, those yeah, songs yeah. in the '90s that were big that most people only know him by. Like I can understand being right. annoyed by, but like now like he's he's really evolved. Like he's 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 one of the greatest songwriters out there right now and it's, yeah it's I, I, there's a lot going on there with the beck record and i think yeah. sometimes when it's distilled into three or four songs that you've heard, overheard then it can be really annoying but i'm with you is that i find listening to his records intriguing they're not all home runs they don't always hit but i know what he's doing you know he is experimenting and and working with some different styles so i will apologize for beck <laughs> <laughs> for sure. 
I know, I'm curious to see if anybody is willing to apologize for this one because when I brought it up uh, before we started recording, there were some groans. But like, I still don't get it. And that's the Crash Test Dummies. Um, whatever that song is, mm, mm-hmm. something. Mm, that, that's, that's what it, it is. Mm, yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> I, so I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I, I used to work at a radio station up north that played this song constantly. Um, and, you know, there are a couple songs that I got won over uh, that, that, that eventually won me over because I would hear them all the time. Um, but, you know, was the Superman? No, Superman song is the one that I fucking really can't stand. See, I love um, that song. Oh my god! Yeah, I just yeah. The lyrics to me too is like they like. I'm like, if you're gonna do a song like that, like, just put a little bit more effort into the lyrics. Like, I I feel like it's very like, like I don't know how do how do you say it? Like like almost childish and like like paint by numbers. I don't know. It just not does nothing for me at all. Well, no, it does something for me. It makes me mad. Mm. <laughs> wow! I will apologize for that song because I think it's a lot more clever than you think it is, and I think it is told from a child's point of view who just lost a superhero. Oh, fair uh, enough. But you know, but the rest of it, yeah, I definitely get it. Like I scratch my head when I hear Crash Test Dummies. Like you know, hey, give them. I'll give them. It's very, can- it's very Canadian again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's. I've got some Canadians coming up on my list, and and I I think they're well. Like we had Kim Mitchell earlier, and I, you know, there was a time when. You know, Kim was the biggest Canadian artist in, in, in at least in rock music, you know, in the 80s. But now it's just like, oh, it's it's tough. On my Canadian list, uh, this one comes from my wife. My wife hates Loverboy. She's made me leave three concerts in uh, all the years that we were going out to shows. She made me leave a Ted Nugent show. We had to leave a ZZ Top show, not because they were bad, but because... Lucky. We were in the third... No, we were sitting in the third row, and the dudes in front of us decided they needed to see the show, so they stood up on the arms of their seats. You know what I mean? So now the the dude that's six foot foot tall is now eight feet tall. And so so we had to move. We went out to the lawns to watch the show. We were so mad. And then we just left because we're just so annoyed by the whole thing. That's insane. And the other one was Ted Nugent. She made me leave a Ted Nugent show (laughs) because when Teddy starts yapping. But uh, (laughs) lover boy working for the weekend. Just I'm sorry. I'm not. No, that just I find that song annoying. Uh, also in the Canadian file, my wife brought up um, "Switching to Glide" by the Kings. Nothing matters but the weekend from a Tuesday point of view. It's like, yeah, hey, it's, a maybe, great it's, one. it's 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 nothing. It's nothing to do with weekend songs. And hey, the weekend's here. Let's have fun working for yeah. the weekend. Uh, but I can't stand them. It's kind of interesting because that song is like that. It has like the two very distinctive parts, if I'm not mistaken. Like, isn't there yeah. two basically different songs within the same song? Yeah, there are two songs. The first part is called "This Beat Goes On," and that's yeah. equally as annoying. And then it goes into "Switch Into Glide." Switch and glide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in in the early days of radio programming, that was two cancons. <laughs> Oh, nice! <laughs> I don't think they. Sweet, we don't have to play Rush later. <laughs> I think they deliberately did that. So that's uh, pretty clever. <laughs> yeah, so those those are two that really bug my wife. I have to admit. So a little a little bit of an aside. Uh, so the guys that stood that stood on their on their chair armrests. Yeah. If you're in a situation like that, do you like tap them on? Oh, I guess yeah. it would be the ankle. 
and like yeah. tell them yeah. like the sit bum. down or what? Yeah. Oh yeah, you can yell and be that. Yeah, you can just say sit the fuck down, you know. And then you want to be that person that's looking for where the heck is the security people to get this guy to sit down? But then you just like they just don't they just don't care. They just they're yeah. being yeah. assholes. And you, anybody you wanna, that does that doesn't care. So what I should have done is just punch him in the nuts. But I you know because it's right there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> perfect range. Uh, it's just like uh, whatever. These guys are just not gonna. You know, we were talking about the Pixies the other day, and I saw the Pixies play at, at uh, one of the one of the weekend concerts that they had used to have it at Fort York, and um, and it was great. And then this dude's like, he's like six foot two. He decides he's going to step deliberately right in front of me. I said, "Come on, man!" It's like I was here. I've had this staked out. I've had you know when you go to a. a, a, a you know, a festival, a concert, yeah, and you, you really spot. need to stake out your area. I had it. I was great. And this guy, and I'm by the fence, and this guy pushes his way in front of me oh, that's and brutal. stands in front of me and said, you asshole. And there's not much room left or right of me, so I'm stuck. You know, We should do that. We should do that some week with you, Paulie. The worst people at concerts. Who's the worst fucking person at a concert? Well, that guy's right near the top of the list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Also, I, I went, uh, I'll save it for another thing. Oh, I got a couple, yeah. Yeah, I think we, I think we did, I think uh, Ben and I did an episode on that, but oh, I don't you? know that we did yeah. one. But that's fine, because it's, it's, there's more people now. There's back in the day. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I know Ben's answer to those I don't want to I'll save them I'll save them because that this is this adds a different dynamic to it as well okay. um, yeah that's, a, that's funny I'm 5'6 so I get yeah. that a lot right like yeah. I'll, I'll it's really difficult for me to t- to find like a line of sight yeah. in a lot of in a lot of places but like I'm also kind of crafty and usually when I when I go to concerts like that I bring like a couple joints that I just hand around to people and make friends with the people around me so yeah. I usually you know I usually get people to separate that way too. It works. It's worked <laughs> like, in the past. You're like a godfather. <laughs> Allow us to give you space, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mark. I, I, did, I cut you off there. No, I was going to say I like the uh, the comment you made earlier, where there are certain songs that uh, that you hate because it reminds you of a certain time mm. in your life. And I remember, uh, fuck, I was probably twenty and going through uh, going through one of those bad breakups that twenty year olds go through, oh, and uh, that was right about the same time. That um, Brian Adams and uh, Mel C from the um, <laughs> Spice Girls released uh, what the hell is it called again? Uh, when when you're gone, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, that one that one got me right in the feels because it was a, uh, what a time capsule that song is. Eh? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, the summer of 2000 was a tough one for Mark. So, but that Brian is. Adams and Mel C helped get me through it. <laughs> That is a great. couple, uh, a couple classic, uh, classic rock tunes uh, as well that I just I can't do this this group in general. And uh, I wish Benny was here um, for this. Is uh, the Doors with Rider, Riders on the Storm? Can't mm. uh, can't do the Doors, that, so. and then also uh, Killer Queen. I know we mentioned Queen earlier today, uh, but Killer Queen by Queen and, and Bicycle, I guess by Queen. Pretty yeah. much a lot of songs by Queen, but. Um, yeah, that's my classic rock wrap up. And then the last one that I have is uh, my wife yesterday as I'm going through this list of like, hey, tell me a song that you just you hear it and you fucking can't stand it. She, it took her like I don't even think I finished my sentence. And she's like, we are the world. Like, uh-huh. we, are, <laughs> we are the world. And she's like, you know, and her reason, quote, that's a fucking horrible song is what she, is what she said. Oh, yeah. I'm like, 
oh, okay. Do you know why they wrote that song and like the purpose and the meaning behind it and all the money that it raised and everything? Like, no, no, it doesn't matter. Just it's fucking terrible song. Yeah, you know, the the funny is that the whole story that session was is that leave your egos at the door and yet everybody brought them right in. I know. know? (laughs) Yeah, look, it's listen when you got that. If you watch the video, it looks like they're fighting to get on camera. (laughs) Well, did I get in the edit? You know, did I get in there? Get it? Did I get in there with the boss? You know, it's like, yeah, you know, uh, what's funny when you look at the, we are the world stuff and you see guys like Lou Reed, like, what am I doing here? Bob Dylan and Lou Reed, like, what am I doing here? Why did my agent sign me up for this? Do I really want to be standing beside Latoya Jackson? I mean, come on. <laughs> I we just think of her, her hating that song is like Ben hating the song Imagine. <laughs> Same yeah. idea. Like, how can you hate that song? I don't get it. We, um, uh, Bree and I have been going through this. Well, mostly me, and she she just puts up with it. But I've I've gotten to the stage in. Uh, the, the quarantine life where I'm going back and watching all the old Michael Jackson music videos <laughs> and, and they don't, they don't hold up at all. If anything, it's like, um, you know, it's just like this, like, like comedy, like I, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. wild. Like, you know, he's bad. The guy is, he's like, not bad. <laughs> Bree, Bree, Bree doesn't have much of a connection with, with Michael Jackson either. So, um, watching them, it's like completely alien from like the impact that they had in the, like culturally is very funny to me. Yeah. So like, she's like that, like you're watching anyways, this is a little bit of an aside. Um, but you, I don't know. You're watching this guy like being painted as a sex symbol. Meanwhile, he looks like, you know, <laughs> yeah. a, 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 like a horror movie villain. But anyways, um, in a lot of them, right? He does. <laughs> he is a horror movie. Yeah, exactly. He and, is a horror movie. <laughs> exactly. But we actually, we did land on, I'm getting back to the point. We did land on that. We are the world music video and it's amazing. There's so many. There's so many things that happen in that video that's just like <laughs> yeah. just perfect. Like these people How can you like, hate that song? They put so much stake in performing their like one line in the song as it goes through that it's like it's it's you're right they're fighting for camera they're do they're trying to do like their thing in like three seconds it's hilarious it's hilarious how can i encapsulate Um, an entire bruce springsteen show in one line (laughs) yeah exactly he just breaks out from behind and he's just like i don't it's great it's so great bruce is like one of my favorite all-time artists there's no doubt about it but he looks like he's taking a crap when he sings a song you know most embarrassing yeah. you know the first this whole thing was started by what was it do they know it's christmas and that has some of the like how could bono ever sing the line tonight thank god it's them th- tonight thank god it's them and not you or something like that it's like what a shitty thing to say <laughs> it's just like he's just saying what we're all thinking <laughs> good for bono <laughs> Just like you know, I'm sure that I'm sure that every Thank artist. Thank God we're is, not I, you. Yeah, I'm sure every artist has a chance to look through the lyrics and go, "Yeah, I'm not going to do this," you know. But they all bought into it because it was the right thing to do. Oh, there was no, a, there was man. a Canadian equivalent to all of these things, and I can't remember what the Canadian one was, 
But in the making of documentary, Neil Young never hits his notes. And the producer, David Foster, says, come on, do it again, man. You're off key. And he says, hey, man, that's just my thing. And I thought that was the most honest moment of them all. I am not going to sing properly for you. I'm, in, I'm Neil freaking Young. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't play a song the twice called- the same way ever. <laughs> It's Tears Are Not Enough by Tears Northern Lights. Tears Are Not Lights. Enough, that's it, yeah, Northern I've Lights. Never heard, I've never heard this. So. By Northern oh, Lights. Oh, it's, it's so I'm equally, ex- I'm excited. equally bad, you know. It was it was after We Are the It was like, uh, there was kind of like, do they know it's Christmas? We Are the World. And like, hey, we all got to do this. There was a metal one as well, too. So it was equally bad. <laughs> do, they have, do they have the entire cast of Degrassi uh, singing as well? <laughs> yeah, if the original. Did, if they did it 15 years ago, they probably would. A of quick ones before we leave classic hate uh for we built this city <laughs> um and that's kind of funny that's the starship or the jefferson starship mm. used to be the jefferson airplane that were like an uber cool 60s band yeah uh and grace slick was kind of like the mover in the band and she uh, apparently the story goes that she was so annoyed that everybody had passed her by it's just she's let's just sell out and write a big big ass hit and it worked everybody played that freaking song uh seasons in the sun by terry jacks i find mm-hmm. equally annoying i find his simpering whimpering voice is so freaking annoying <laughs> and um and margaritaville by jimmy buffett oh god yeah, yeah for sure anyone where any any song where an entire bar of people's fucking sings at the same time that can go same with sweet caroline that shit can go Oh, I know. I, I, I get it. Like, and that's the thing. The thing is, is that I know growing. I have two good friends of mine that love it. They're parrot heads. You know what I mean? They, they buy, uh, and, and they. What's that beer that you know comes with uh, the whole parrot head culture? Um, no idea. It, it, yeah. Okay, I can't talk. That's enough. Uh, The parrot head thing is the funniest shit I've ever heard. I I can't remember where that came. I think I think Ben might have brought it up at some point. I didn't know that a parrot head was a thing, but like that's oh, it's 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 crazy to me. It's a whole subculture. When I was in Florida, it seemed like the whole freaking state is a bunch of parrot heads. They're all there in their Hawaiian shirts and flip flops, and hey, let's get a pina colada. It's like a <laughs> oh. I, I, when I when I when I really get old, I don't want to become that. It feels like it's like you you cross a certain line, and now you sort of give in to this. No, I want to sort of. I'm not cool. I'm not a cool dude. I really am not a cool dude. But I'm not going to resign to that level of, you know. It's like when do you resign to sandals and socks? Like, what what age is that? The one where you're just like, you know what? Fuck, I'm doing it. I want to have my toes open but covered at the same time. That is enough. That's what you just you just you've just given in to the <laughs> the, the laziness. I'm so <laughs> disappointed in you, Mark. Yet I totally respect. It. <laughs> the only the only other the only other one I wanted to bring up is it's kind of in the same vein as the um, George Surrogate stuff is do the bear cut beer do oh, the bear cat yeah. by Wilcox. <laughs> I, I just get it. Or like what was it? What was the other one? And and Be- werewolves of London was another one that I that, had. that oh, do the boy. bear cat. In addition to having uh, not the greatest. Like, voice sounding that one part in the middle where the fucking guitar goes like any song that has a very like jarring instrument or voice at any point that can go to 
Yeah. But definitely the group, the group singing thing. Like I'm starting to get into like more than a feeling and stuff like these can go anytime where <laughs> more than five people start fucking singing the song at the same time. I'm done. I, I don't want to hear it anymore. Don't stop. Don't stop believing. There's another one. Like just, you know what? Let's st- don't stop believing. Like let fucking Steve Perry do it. He's Oof. good. He's a good Oof. singer. So let's just let him sing. And we don't need to hear 50 of us in the bar singing it. Mm. <laughs> he's he's a professional. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Agreed. Group Steve Miller, same space. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, bon Jovi's another one. Yes. Yeah. See, you, see you later. Yeah. It's Get out my of here. life. Yeah. 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 yeah I've saw Bon Jovi. I've seen him a bunch of times. Uh, the last time I saw it, it was just a bunch of. Um, uh, now I got to be careful how I see these things, but there's a type of person that went to it, and it's just like, oh, really? I felt sorry for him. The I wine really moms. Did. Yeah, I, I felt sorry for. <laughs> I felt sorry. Like I realize he is rich because of this thing, but he has absolutely no credibility at all. Maybe he never did. Bon Jovi always was a pretty boy band. Yeah. yeah. He has his jersey and, hanging from the rafters of the Air Canada Center. Yeah. Next to the likes of Frank Mahovlich and Matt Sundin and Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he played there, what, seven nights in a row? <laughs> yeah. It's only because I couldn't yeah, find anybody you know, else. Hey, listen, people love him. It's like the whole yeah. going back, circling back to ABBA and Mamma Mia. People love that crap. So who am I? I'm just some snobby guy sitting in his basement early on a Thursday morning yakking with a bunch of guys who are losing their hair. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway. I still have mine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you look pretty good, Mark, I have to admit. <laughs> um, Right on. Um, I think that's all I have. Sweet. I don't know if there's any, I don't know if there's anything that you guys wanted to cover. Oh yeah. Um, What was that? What's that other band? Hold on. Let me. The Beatles. Those fucking guys. Maroon five. (laughs) Not a fan of Maroon five. eh? Yeah. Yeah. Is it his yeah. voice? Is it their music? Everything. What is it? Oh, just the whole thing. It's you all, know all five of them. <laughs> I just don't think they're that great. Um, and can I? I can, think that they're kind of they kind of ebb and flow. See, this is this is can, the one thing that I don't like about bands. This is a little bit of a bigger issue, I guess. Is the ones that seem to just you know float on the water of the trend, whatever the trend happens to be. Guys like mm-hmm. Kid guys like kid rock or like um you know any of these people that just whatever happens to be popular they'll just create that and and you know cash their check just seems really disingenuous to me i think maroon five I think is what, one of those things you know what i mean where they yeah just, i mean I he's also you, annoying too i think what you say there is is important in the cashing their check because adam levine um if you ever get a chance to check out he did um a, a prince uh, prince tribute that guy can play like he is a very talented guitarist he is a very talented musician but i think like you said i think that these guys that are much like a starship or whatever it is where it's like you know what we could be uh we could go against the grain or we could just write pop hits and make a bunch of fucking money and they chose to, to to choose choose that option adam levine yeah. like i said if you ever get a chance check out his his tribute to prince he is he is very very talented i, yeah. I get the voice and the falsetto and all that kind of stuff and maroon 5 is very poppy cheese like a, like a girl band like i would expect 19 year old girls to go check out an, a, a maroon 5 concert but yeah. they would they would be they would be lost in his guitar solos they wouldn't understand it you would need to have somebody that has more <laughs> musical knowledge to truly appreciate adam yeah. levine 
Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. All cool. right, guys. Awesome. Good chatting with you. I think tomorrow. I think next week. We're going to try to do a little bit of a Halloween themed week because it's Halloween's coming up. So I don't know how that translates into a music conversation. I thought maybe like um, songs, songs that mention the devil or what would be on your Halloween party playlist. Halloween playlist. Halloween playlist. Yeah. 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 Let's yeah. do that one. Like Ray, to, Ray Parker Jr. is getting mentioned next week. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I used to have hits. I used to program three, four hours of Halloween music. Cool. It was, it was really cool. I've got pages of these songs. Nice. And, nice. And yeah, they, they are a great soundtrack to what's going on. So yeah, yeah let's like talk zomb- about that next week. Zombie right and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Sounds good, guys. Cool. See you next week, guys. Cheers, everybody. Have a great day. You too. See ya. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.